Episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt, not Giovanni Rabisi Givanisi. And joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. Hi. Hey, who, who's How's that other guy? Uh, good question. I actually didn't look it up. I'm pretty sure I know who he is. Because you you enunciated it pretty well. To I'm not pretty know. sure. I'm pretty sure he's the guy from Sneaky Pete. I'm uh, pretty yes. sure. I actually think you're it right. is that guy. Yes. Mm, great show, by the way. I've never seen it. Really? Is that a is that a Amazon show? Yeah. Yeah. You seen us, it? Yeah. Yeah. I do yes, know I a, am an Amazon Prime member. I uh, know yeah, I'm okay. in a rare wow. category, but you are such a rich <laughs> asshole. No. They that they, they um that guy is Scientol is a Scientologist. In real life. In real life. I heard him on Mark Marin's show like many, many years ago, like five or six years ago. Yeah, he's a he's a Scientologist. Speaking of Mark Marin, I heard Scientology's real. Yeah. Yeah, it's very real. Mm. It exists. People, <laughs> people subscribe to it. How's how's uh, how's business? It's good. Um, okay. Our January is looking like last January. So that's good for, for Listen Money Matters. So that's oh. good. Okay, so things um, bounce back a little bit. Yeah, actually, so there was a correction, and I now I am like obsessively read SEO things because yes. I was affected. Uh, there was a correction. Health and finance were the biggest affected. Really, um, and so we went from hell on earth to roughly back to like august levels oh so that's interesting so good we yes. should be higher because january is our high season but sure I'll, but i'll take it right but i mean it's the same as last january hmm. it added about uh, it added like eight thousand dollars in affiliate what, income how do you how do you take that the correction yeah how does that feel to you do you feel slighted? Do you feel vindicated? No, you know what? I'm actually, I'm actually really happy that it happened sure. because it was a million things that everyone told me I should do, that I knew mm -hmm. I should do, whatever. And I didn't do any of these things because I was like, let me make a survey junkie review, you know, because that will make yeah. us. And so now after, you know, the dust settles, we're actually working on what we should have been working on months ago. So it, you kind of consider focus. it. A little blessing in disguise. Yes. It, I nice. woke up. Wow. Mm. So you're glad it happened. Yeah. That's cool. And I'm glad it's back. Same. Thank you. Yeah. Um, cool. So that's good. Everything's good. And are you working on your course? Um, Have you done anything? <laughs> I was supposed to. I had done some last year, and that is roughly where I still am at. So Okay. So you are not... How so? How like in the so? As of recording this, mm. this is day four of what I'm doing with Podia, which is the 30 day build and launch. And I'm uh, still ahead product. of I'm still ahead of the where Me. you are because I already did the landing page. Uh -huh. I did a pre sale. I, I have emails that I wrote. Um, I did uh, outline. So okay, I, and I think that was oh. All so you're still at, okay. So you're not so like today. I start script writing. So I did. I have three and a half subscript things. And okay. I, when I say three and a half, they're, they're rather light because the lessons are going to be, you know, quick. Yeah. Not that they're not meaty, but mm -hmm. um, so I imagine in one or two days you'll let me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm, trying to <laughs> take, I'm trying to pace myself because I think 
one, it's been kind of nice. Like usually I'll I'll sprint and you know crush this kind of stuff in a week, mm. and then I'm burned out. You know because I've I've been like so heavily focused on it. And you know I just started it this week. It's Thursday, uh, and again this is going to come out way later. But I feel pretty relaxed. Like I'm doing it like exactly. I'm following my plan to a T, and I'm doing exactly what I need to do. And it's not taking it's taking me two hours a day. And yeah, things are coming along. I have the sales page up. I have uh, the outline done. Today's may maybe do like two or three scripts today. And at the same time, I'm like crushing out code for Lasso. That we're mm. doing a whole. Oh my um, god! Yeah. So we're doing a whole. We basically like kind of like redesigned it from the ground up. It, it kind so good. I mean, I was yeah. really excited to see what you had today. Yeah. Last time you showed me. I think all I was just like, wow, wow. Yeah, which is a rare thing to get from you. Yes. Yeah, I re- rarely have nice things to say. Only critical yeah. feedback. <laughs> no, but it, yeah, it's, it's that, it feels like it's everything's kind of clicking into place. And so those are the two things, like between the building the course and building Lasso, like those are the things that I'm kind of in focus on in January and probably most of February. And then, um, you know, all the other sites are doing fine and like we're still afloat. So mm-hmm. that's good. You know, nothing's no nothing's dire. And and you're firing good. back the brew cab engines. Yep, yep. Mm. Pumping those back up. Uh, we put a we put a uh, we don't I don't have anything in place, but we're gonna probably talk about it on a future episode. But we I put a little bit of a budget towards it. We got a ah. small 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 budget small budget. Mm. So we're just gonna yeah fire the engines back up and uh, see what happens with that. Especially now that it's on it's on lasso. Um, yeah, we're uh, cranking. Not to be too self whatever but i think it's a great idea putting a small budget thank you towards it. Yeah. did you because you gave me that idea i mean i wasn't going to say that but yes did you give me that idea on an episode or you think we just talked we probably just talked probably i rarely know what is on or not on, on. Yeah. yeah especially this show yes because this is basically what we do it, this is the 90 percent of what we really talk about right <laughs> okay uh so uh today we're actually going to talk about about the moment in time when our businesses hit six figures uh, so before we get started, this episode is brought to you by Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention, it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. All right, so we're talking about big revenue jumps we've had in our businesses, and this topic was actually inspired by a Money Lab reader named Chris, and I want to read what he wrote to me because I thought uh, this was like a perfect episode. Uh, he said, I was reading your business timeline, which is how I built a mildly successful six-figure business in 17 years. Which I love is- it, by the way. 
Thank you. Every time you update it, I reread the whole thing. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm if you go to my, so in tune with Matt's timeline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, somebody had asked me to update it because it, it used to be 14 years. Now it's 17 years. If you go to moneylab.co/timeline, you can see the whole thing. And uh, yeah, I just recently updated it to add more things that I did that I have done recently, and I added some like more details that I had found out like. In my previous life. So you so, made like custom icony things. Made custom icon. Yeah, 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 it changed the design a little bit. I added back the Matt animations is. and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I put some time into it. So he was reading the timeline and he said it really stood out how in 2014 your business made a little over forty thousand dollars. And then in 2015 it made a hundred and forty one thousand dollars. That's a huge jump. And I'm not sure you I've ever heard the story about what made this happen. I believe Andrew has had a similar jump or similar jumps in the past. What what's the zoomed out look that made your businesses really blow up over the period of a year or two? And what things did you and possibly Andrew do for your websites? So my first question is, did you, Andrew, experience a similar jump in revenue? Almost exactly in terms of like setup. When when was that? Do you this, remember? Uh, so I think, and I don't remember. It was maybe forty something, or and that was maybe the year after you left. And okay. Like the, that year, getting to forty k was like dear God. But then the following year was a really big year, and okay, then the so, following following year, I think I quit my job. So to to outline that. In 2014, that year, was that the year we were doing daily Listen Money Matters episodes, or was it 2015? Yes. So, no, so I, I read, I read yeah, the right domain in uh, December 2012, and I really okay. started creating it in 2013, and I met you in 2013, mm-hmm. and I, I think we may, maybe we started recording at the end of the year. November. Yes, yeah, we did November launch. November of 2013. In, or maybe we launched at the end of the year. I forget. When? No, we did in November. From November to May, mm. we were doing weekly episodes on Listen Money Matters, and then in May we decided to do Money May, where we wanted to do a daily episode just for that month. Yes, yes. So yes. we did thirty-one days in a row, and then it blew. Like our fucking podcast blew up in that month, and we're like, uh, let's but just stay daily. That the yeah right. Like talk about trying to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, but that right. year, I think Listen Money Matters only did twenty something thousand. And w- one right. of the things I- is that we. And part of our breakup is we couldn't cut like take that peopleness whatever mm-hmm. and make money with it. We didn't figure right. that out. Yeah, we didn't figure out the the podcasting part. Mm. And I mean, figure out the podcasting part. Just we didn't realize the, the that podcasts was. don't make money. Right. So that was tough. Uh, and then yeah. So I I think was that the year I made forty? That was the year I made forty. I think. Mm. So you had it. So okay. So 2014, I left at the end of that. Probably November. So we were like basically. I remember we had kind of broke up and Laura and I go on vacation for my birthday. We were in like Copenhagen. And I remember talking about you like far more during my trip (laughs) than, you know. Yikes. So 2004. So then 2015, you were like, and you were still working at the time. Mm. You were really pushing Listen Money Matters, the website, to get to 40K. Yeah. And I, I remember and distinctly kind of like throughout the building of it that Listen Money Matters doubled for the most part every year. Okay. And what did you do in 2015 to grow? Like, what did, why was it so hard to get to 40? Uh, remember? Y- you left. So right. it was 
I thought the way it felt to me was I was doing my job and I was doing your job and I was trying to like reposition things and you were working and I was working and I had to like whatever with Thomas, you know, get him on board and feeling whatever the podcast. Yeah. Just getting it all kind of keeping it going. And you were, were you writing articles? Um, maybe I, I think I did maybe a third or to half of all my writing was done when we were doing this together. Okay. And then you had, a, but you had a team of writers or one writer, one Candace, Candace. Okay. And then, so in, and then I discovered you were fo- SEO that year though. That was right. Okay. Right. And you were focused on it. Didn't know how to make money with it yet. Really? Yeah. I mean, I knew, but right. I started to, you know, yeah. So mine happened a year prior. It was, so 2014 was the year that I basically took off of Swim University. So I had built a lot of work. I did a lot of work in 2013 on Swim University. Mm. We met. Um, and then I was like kind of doing List of Money Matters and full time and not paying attention to Swim University at all. And all of 2014, Swim University was growing. And then in 2015 was when like, I believe it, this is when I did the, the plugin. And I think that's what caused the jump. I thought you built it while we I were... did. So I built it in, I, I believe I built it in February of 2014. Not after the display you, of what it eventually became. I know you improved that, but the automatedness. Yeah. In 2014, I built what is now basically like a part of Lasso. But before that, it was just hard code that I had developed completely on my own uh, in in swim university's function.php like in the in mm-hmm. the functions file and, and and you were not on amazon's affiliate program no you were, you're you were right. in like swimming in pool a, me.com or something yeah i was in a pool supply world and they were fucking and, i remember well they were they weren't giving me they were giving me five percent commissions and we were going through i thought it was higher but the conversion rate was like shit and i thought the that was like the w- catch the 22 so they were really good to me. Mm. Um, they were, you know, there was a there was an affiliate marketing manager that I was in contact with constantly, and we were con- constantly coming up with ideas. And you know, the site was out of all the pool sites at the time, it was the nicest designed. It was the best. Like they they gave a they gave a lot of shit about you know uh, data and using that in an e commerce world. So no complaints there. But yeah, the commission rate was five percent. I think I may have like negotiated up a little bit. But they didn't have nothing was automated. Like I had to manually add those uh, affiliate links to all of my posts. And then you gave me the idea to be like, well, why don't you just use Amazon's affiliate program? They have an API. You could tap into the API and actually just like not, you don't have to do this manually. And then I was like, well, I, dude, I don't know how to code APIs. And you're like, you'll figure it out. <laughs> like, stop being a baby. And I did. I sat down for a month. It was February of 2014. And I, yeah, I kind of jammed this like code into my site that basically all it's all it did was, you know, and I've talked about this before. You threw a short code on a page um, with the Amazon ID, and when you loaded that page, it would actually like the code would actually go up to the to the API, grab all the information, image, um, title, price, all that stuff, 
and then build a display box. Like as you, as and this as you is hit, before there was any caching on the site, so it was yeah, like was you no know, ten second load time or something. Yeah, Who even a, thought yeah. about that? <laughs> right, long, long load time <laughs> the first time. So, but so then once it did it, like once it went and got all that information, it stored it locally on a database. Right, and they right? didn't care about like the last 24 hours yeah but i i they did care Mm. i did know about that and what i did was i built a cron job like built into wordpress that Mm. would automatically go through the database and update only things that changed Mm. so it would like scan the whole database like at night once a day and it would say like if you know it was like if the title or if the price had changed just like update it or if the Mm. image had changed but it was yeah but it was Every time you would load the page, it was going to my database, which which stored the image URL, which but all of those that that database was updated once a day. Mm. So it worked. <laughs> it, it worked. <laughs> it was clunky. There was no way for me to control it. You know, I didn't have like a, a a dashboard where I could like see all my links or anything. I didn't build that for another like two or three years after that, but it worked. And uh, 2014. I kind of put that up and I really didn't do any work on Swim University. It was like the same articles, but I had built that thing. And that year, I actually have the metrics in 2000. Now I have data all the way back to 2011 for Swim University that I mm-hmm. keep tracking to it in the spreadsheet. So in 2013, the site, Swim University, got 157,000 visitors total. 157,000 total. Yes, for the whole year. Humble beginnings, huh? Yeah, we're talking about in January it was about five thousand people a month, and in you know the big month July it was twenty five thousand. So um, that's still a decent number. It's a it is a lot of people. It's if I would be very upset if that's what happened with well, those matters. I'd have to get a right, job. <laughs> right. Um, I don't have any metrics on Amazon revenue because I wasn't using Amazon at the time. I have no, and and I think according to my timeline, it was roughly like I was doing like twenty grand, like really like low numbers. Mm. Um, I didn't have email marketing at the time either. In okay, so in two thousand fourteen, my traffic went from one fifty seven to four eighteen. So what, like by almost, I mean, more, doubled, more yeah. than doubled, right? It's a big jump. Big jump. Um, you know, I started collecting email addresses then. And if we look at the rep, this is when I started using Amazon. In January, I made about $115 on Amazon. Cool. In, in June, big month, I made $6,000. Cool. So it was like, okay. That's, that was a lot back then. That was a lot back then. Now, total for the whole year on, in Amazon, I made $25,000, $25,500, mm. right? Um. So you're like, well, that's not 40 grand, right? I also had the Hot Tub Handbook, which was my only digital product at the time that made 1500 that year. Mm. And that was when it was $19, I mm. think. Yeah, it was like $19 book. Not adding to the total still all that much? Nope. Um, I also had Google and YouTube revenue, which was 2000 You had ad but, sales, didn't? Is that what your yeah. display ads? I think so, yeah. Because I I remember yeah, it was like AdSense. I, th- I thought YouTube. you were selling like lit, you had like Clorox, which was somebody who. So was... that's the other number. That's twenty two thousand nine hundred. Okay, because I remember yeah. you were like so hard into the you had these relationships. Yeah, and... well, I I made just as much in that as I did in Amazon. Mm. 
So my sponsorship revenue, all of that combined was a little over 40 grand. Wow. It was like 45, right? That's 2014. Now let's going on to 2015. Here's the jump, right? So just to recap, I did four, uh, roughly 400,000 visitors in 2014. The next year, 1.5 million. Damn. Tripled. Mm. More than tripled. In April, from like April of 2015 to April of 2014, a 674% increase in traffic. That's awesome. Huge. Anything and that you can attribute it to? Or just, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So to, like probably to, to get, like you, you can't now, but, but no, 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 no. I, I will. I will. After I give you all the, all the other numbers. Mm. So in Amazon that year, 2015, I did 80 grand. I did 40 grand in sponsorship. So doubled that more than doubled, uh, you know, Amazon. Um, I came out with the art of pool care, which was mm. my pool book that made 5,500. And I raised the price of my hot tub handbook to the same. I think it was $29 for each product. That was 5,200. And then I did, yeah, I still had the, uh, AdSense or Google, which was 2,500. I would attribute that to in 2013 was my first year to kind of like work on some university. That was the year I was let go mm. of my job. So I had a full year. That's when I did, I believe, like the rap video. Um, I was writing a lot of articles. I was doing a lot of YouTube videos. And I was basically, to put it, I was building a lot of content on some university mm. all by myself. And in 2014, um, I was also doing content on some university for most of the year. Until November when we, you know, teamed up and started doing, or no, 2014 was the year that we were doing Listen Many Matters. So in 2014, I really didn't touch some university. I kind of just had all this content. The site was really good. Um, I had the plugin built, you know, the, the, the affiliate links were on there. But the tra- I remember the tra- in 2014, you were over it. You even wanted to sell I was it over possibly it. for yeah. like 100 or 200,000. Yes, I was. You're right. And then in 2015, I think all of the work that I had done in Who 2013. Who convinced you not to sell it, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. But all the work that I had done in 2013 finally started ranking. Mm. You know, it just it just hit. And I think the reason it hit is because of the business. Is, the business, you know, is a seasonal business. And, be, you know, like they usually say, what, it takes about six months for you to, like, start ranking with a new piece of content. I think that's way faster now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I think because of seasonality, I didn't really hit until a full year. So it was you didn't more than feel six months it until. Yeah, mm. right. I didn't feel it because you know, even if you look at January of two thousand, January of two thousand fourteen, I made I had nine thousand visitors, and then January of two thousand fifteen, I had forty three thousand visitors. So that's a huge jump, a three hundred and seventy percent increase. Mm. And it's just like, I think it just was all that work that I had done in 2013. And then probably a lot of work that I, you and I had done on the website, just like, you know, just code wise in 2014, because I was still working on it, but it was just very like sporadically. But I was, I was probably, we were probably like more into SEO. We were probably more into like, we were definitely into coding you and I, mm. right? We we're like, oh, let's make the website faster. Let's, you know, do this, do that, whatever. Monetize, monetize, monetize. Monetize, the only yeah, word exactly. that we ever... <laughs> Yeah, so for me, it was a you know combination of like I was still selling sponsorships. Um, my traffic grew by a ridiculous amount. Um, obviously, having that that plugin installed or that that code for the Amazon links and using Amazon as opposed to the previous affiliate program I was using, 
and having the book. I mean, the books, you know, both books made 10 grand that year. It's a decent chunk of change, mm-hmm. you know, for a fucking PDF. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I think it's. it was just like 2015 was the year I just put effort. Like, it was 2013 and 15 is just, I just cranked on <laughs> Swim University. Just like, that was my, those were my two years. And 2014 was the year it marinated. Mm. It's funny because I think the same thing's going to happen with Brew Cabin. Where like now that you're putting time in, like mm-hmm. next year it'll just be like blank. Oh, I think this year. So I think it'll happen much faster as well. Yeah, I think so. All of last year, when we when we we didn't do anything on Brew Cabin besides like minor code updates, co- keeping the plugins updated, that sort of thing. You know, if I did something cool to increase page speed on Money Lab, I probably went over to Brew Cabin and did it there too, mm. right? Um, I think now that we're going to start adding content to it again and like really focusing on it, affiliate links, all that stuff, it's going to do and you're exactly just so what much happened. better at all the things, you know what works. Yeah. So create the stuff that you need to create. Yeah, I think letting it marinate and letting that age, it kind of aged a little mm. bit. You know, it's like like we didn't, you know, like the domain's been around and, you know, it hasn't gone I anywhere. I always the, think of my websites like a fancy cheese. Yes. Yeah, I think of mine like a like wine. Oh, okay. Do you think they'll, do you think they'll peak? Look, probably Gouda always peaks. Gouda always peaks. So yeah, that's 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 what happened. Again, to to, kind of like run through some questions here. It's like, uh, what specifically did you do on your websites that increased revenue? Content, Mm. content, page speed, you know, keyword research. You know, the stuff that we talk about constantly, and we do now like more. we the stuff we kind of process out a little bit more now. The the big aha for us was like uh, we had created all these show notes that were all mm. just kind of names that we came up with stupid whatever things. Oh yeah. And then we started to like understand SEO and we were looking at the numbers and we'd have like this 200 word five question show notes that starts to rank for like Acorns versus Betterment. And I was like what's go what's going on? You know like and I was like oh right. what if I just pushed everything that was in that page to the bottom and wrote a whole bunch of stuff at the top about Acorns versus Betterment. And it was literally like that for years until like this week, Sean's like updating it. Yeah. But like we would just take these things that started to rank and like bring it to fruition. Yeah. And like, like just push it to the top. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that really helps too. And um, yeah, the other thing was like, the, the other question is like, how much was just sticking it out and letting time work its magic? I am the biggest believer in the war of attrition. What do you mean? Um, like everyone is super excited on month one and they're usually pretty excited on month six mm. and you just have to outlast all these people who are going to give up because yeah. I think half of the success is not even because we were that good, but because we still are there. Because we're still there and patient. Yeah. And it's, we're, just no, we're not patient. It. We're not patient. No. We're very impatient. We're always but, disappointed. Yeah. I, I, Th- th- you're right. That is something I try to tell people with, you know, just be, be like, dude, I've been doing this for 10 plus years. You know Neither I mean? of us knew anything about anything when we started. And then you kind of figure it out. And honestly, we've read all of the things and it mm-hmm. still doesn't even matter because I don't know, maybe we're both thick. You just kind of have to figure it out. Your site is not like anyone else's. Yep. I just say, you know, people ask me like, how long is this going to take? I'm like, it's like a high school education. <laughs> takes four years and then you got to do it all over again in college 
you know? So, and you know, if you fuck off in college, it's going to take longer, mm. you know, you're going to get your degree in five years. But, you know, I think like I've done my high school, I've done my college and here I am, you know, this is my job now. Yeah. This is what I do. You know, it's like, I have a career. Cool. I, I went through the schooling. It was hard, but I put the effort in and I fucked off, which is why it took me much longer than just eight years to get there. You know what I mean? You know, and, and it's always like this weird thing where if you tell someone like you've been doing, I don't even know how long I've been doing it, seven years, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, oh, wow, like seven years. It's a long time. And mm-hmm. I guess from like zero and like, you're like, OK, now I have to run a 3K. Like it's like, well, yes, 3K is ahead of you. Yeah. But like looking back. I can't believe I'm not 25 anymore. Like what happened right. to that yeah, decade, what do you, do? you know? Yeah. And, and so like, and this was all in like nights and crevices of time. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, I, the difference between you and I is that you had a full-time job during all of it. I at least had like two years of, of that was my sole focus mm. because I had had unemployment for a year. And then the following year I was making at least 40 grand enough to survive. And I was, and to be on top of that, I was also doing website design for clients. Mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of client work just to like make extra money and keep myself afloat. But I had downgraded my life. You know, I was my I was living with my younger brother and 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 paying what like thirteen hundred dollars a month just to survive. You know, sold my car, all that stuff, uh, and just was able to survive on forty k and put the effort in. So, I mean, there it is. And what do you think? And I, and this is a hard one for me. I don't know if I know the answer to this, but mm-hmm. like, what do you, what changed for you? I mean, I think yours is pretty easy. When you hit six figures, you quit, right? Uh, no, I did. I did another year or, or a year and a half. Um, but did anything change in terms of like the money and did my life change? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Every year I worked hard, harder, grinded more <laughs> and felt yeah. like it was not enough. That's roughly mm. up and until the end of 2019, you know. Do you remember when you hit six figures? Um, that was, I think it was 2016 or 2015. Mm-hmm. And it was like just you know, like kind of over the finish line. Um, I quit oh, okay. in 2017 and I was at like 280 something. And that was like, I sold Chase on like a $10,000 episode because mm-hmm. like, God, I don't even know how that happened. It was like, I got roof stock in there and they were paying me roughly a thousand times more than they should have. Mm. You know, it was just, I was Dr. Sales. You were, Oh, for the podcast, just for anything. I was, I was selling, I was just selling shit. Do you, so I guess, so, so hitting six figures did not really change your life. Why, when did you quit? I had already had enough with my full-time job. And so when we didn't have any real expenses with listen money matters and so like mm-hmm. it was just funny money and it was more not spending it keeping it so that like we had a runway that i was constantly growing and then being able to like just eke over the line although laura made me almost like double my salary before we left um mm. and it was just like getting the income to make it like obviously i have to quit how could I stay? So you had so, so you basically saved up so much of this money that it was just like, all right, I have plenty of money that if if the whole website tanked, I'd survive for a year where I live. Probably uh, more. So I was making like one forty five base thirty mm-hmm. bonus before I quit in in New York in in New York in New York, in New yep. York uh, but our mortgage was uh, like seventeen hundred for a very long time, and yep. I would say at least a third of that we were saving. 
I, I've always been a saver, saving yeah. and investing. Yeah. And then so all the list of money matters, barring paying for people, like was just getting socked away. Okay. In a save, in like, and in, in, in invest it. Uh, yes. But not, but not back into the business. Uh, a lot of it did go back into the business. A lot of it still does go back into the business. Mm-hmm. Dollar for dollar, nothing competes with what I invest in the business. Right. Do you think you could repeat that jump again? My top secret other business, I am very, I very strongly believe will eclipse Listen Money Matters this year. Uh, oh, oh, right. The one that you have it, that it's been around for you. Cause that, that top secret business has been around for three years. Yeah. So by, yes. So it's, I mean, but we started another not, one. Not like, We're going to do yeah. it in half the time. And it, mm. you know, I think inadvertently, Listen My Matters is maybe the most difficult business I could have created. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I feel that like same way with Swim University. It's like, let me do it the hardest way. Cause I didn't know. It's like, hey, I want to show people not to do option trading. Yeah. Guess what? You're not making any money creating that content, but we're going right, to spend right. endless hours on it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm wondering, I'm wondering if like, let's say, all right, listen, money matters. Mm. Like forget all the other businesses. Yeah. Do you think you could recreate what you did to make that huge jump on just listen, money matters for where you are now? I don't think that I have it in me to do it again. I okay, think what I think I I had no idea what it was going to take and so I was just kind of like blind and stupid and then like when you're in it you're just like pushing these incremental things yeah. but looking back and listen my rest specifically I felt it was very hard cuz it was like a podcast didn't make any money it yeah. was weekly and you know I don't know if I can go and schmooze with people at conferences and mm. build all these relationships too old for that shit <laughs> I'm getting too old for that shit. <laughs> yeah, I I think with Swim University, I think I've hit like as 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 much as I'm willing to take it. Mm. You know, it's like could it could I do that jump again? Yeah, yeah. I, I think um, we're polishing put, it. You know, we're polishing the stone and we're yeah. That that is more what I'd rather do. I think like yeah, we could you know get back into sponsorships. We could create multiple products. We could um, you know we have Lasso now, so that is the the plugin. Uh, we could be creating double the amount of content on swim university but at the, in the end of the day i think um that's none of that really appeals to me mm. i'd rather kind of yeah i'd rather like i like what i have it's very good it's very big it still grows every year it doesn't grow like where it triples in traffic but it does increase by you know percentage points maybe like you, 10 you 15%. have different interests too like yeah steeped in anything for half of 17 years and you're probably yes. close to done and that's the thing about the war of attrition where it's like, it's not, du- I'm not done. Yeah. We're working on it. It just, we're just working on it at a pace that's much more sustainable and not, and not like, you know, balls to the wall. The type of people that we are not, not to be like, look at me, I'm an entrepreneur, but, sure, but we're sure. really, we're starters in things. Yeah. And we have the fire to kind of push that boulder up the, the steep initial <laughs> hill. Yeah. And then we, we rally a bunch of people. And then we're like, see that top of the mountain? You guys keep pushing this up. I'm going to go get a yeah. drink. Right. But no one is good. The thing is, at that moment, no one, no matter how many people, are going to work as hard as you initially that's worked in the, the beginning. Thing. Yeah. Right. And that's fine. Mm. That's actually probably more sustainable. Yeah. Right. It keeps everyone's sanity, keeps your sanity. But you're right. Like, the, what, the work that we're c- currently doing on Lasso right now, 
like right this second. It's hard. Is it's hard, but we like we are we now. I feel like we now have like another like momentum uh, sprint. It is addicting like, to take this thing that's in your mind that you dream mm-hmm. up and then make it a reality into yeah. like some. I don't. It's like the sickest addiction I've ever had. You know? Yes, but the problem is the sustainability of it. Yeah, right? you, where you can't do like nice mornings, weekends forever. No. Well, look at. I mean, Money Lab's a great example of the idea that like, oh, I, you know, I have this idea for this website. I'm so fucking gung ho about it. I I know the content I'm going to create. I know what the site's all about, and I build it and I do it. And now I'm like, well. I have to continue doing this. And I and it's one of those businesses that I still love to do, but it is definitely a sprint-based business where I'm not, besides the podcast, which I love doing, and it's and it's the only consistent content that I actually do myself in any sort of capacity, because showing up on Thursday to talk to you is is fucking the easiest job in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and it's and it's and the content apparently is good because people are listening, and that's great. I think um yet yeah, Money Lab is one of those things where if I'm not in it, if I'm not working on it, it dies. You know what I mean? Mm. So I was looking up this uh, claymation thing that I, I must have shown to you because I've been like obsessed with it kind of like forever. It's mm. called More. It's from this guy, Mark Osborne. Oh, yeah. And it's this dark claymation where this guy is like working in this factory and then he has this idea and he's going to do this thing. And he's, it's going to be better than the thing that he's working on now. And he goes and he does it. And uh, the way that he's able to make it so special is he opens this chamber in his chest. And when he opens, it's like a very dark, everything's gray. But but when yeah. he opens his chest, it's all this rainbow, bright colors. And he takes a little bit of that stuff out of his chest and he puts it on the product. And everyone sees like rainbows and it's beautiful. But like as he like does it and does it, he like kind of uses all of the rainbow in his chest. And then he becomes the guy running the factory that used to be his boss that he hated, you know? And, oh. and I don't know that, I hope that we never get to that end piece, but I, I feel the, like, whether it's the building of Lasso or the List of Money Matters, you have to give yourself, you have to, like, yes. drain yourself. And the only way to do it again is you have to, like, take these, like, long breaks of, like, consuming and, like, filling yourself back up. Yeah. What, um, I, I, I think... I am trying to actively avoid that scenario. And I think that's why I don't grow as fast as I used to. I'm a crash where, and burn. That's like my yeah. move. Yeah, but but you you I feel like you somehow I mean you you eclipsed me in in earnings. Mm. Right. So like I'm just, you know, and you might you might say to me some days like you should do this, and I'm like, nope. Cause it's like I I I kind of feel like the person who just I get it. I get who I am, I get where I am. I understand it. I know my limitations now. Um, and I'm kind of cool with it. You right, know, right. it's like, I'm just kind of, you know, if you're like, do this, I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and I'm just okay with it. Like, whereas before I'd be like, oh shit, great idea. I know it's going to be hard. I can't wait for it to be hard. I'm going to go do it. Mm. But now I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could do that. Or I could do this other thing that's way easier and doesn't, you know, like make me crazy. I, and I'm I like, guess oh, I'd rather I like do that. being crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think um, I think you're. If I'm not to sound condescending at all, no, no, tell me, right? I think a year or two from now, mm. you'll be in my position. I'm because I'm I think I'm like I'm you. one year ahead of you, yeah. right? In the in like you're like you know 
there's a moment in time where like it just kind of like you settle into it. You're like, okay, I know. Yeah, I rather you know, like I'm not going to work today, and I'm going to be okay with that. You know, or I'm like, you know, I don't really need that extra ten thousand dollars. I was, I was pretty much in fitting into that, and there were days I'd play video games or I would do whatever. In October. And then the babies came, and time, now I have like ten percent of the time, and so it's like startup yeah. mode. You know, I have right. to unscrew my. Yeah, yeah, and that'll do it too. I mean, that's just another job, mm. right? Yeah, you just you did add another thing to your plate. It's just not a online business. It's just nanny. <laughs> yeah, so like that's for me. For me, I don't even want to like. I'm trying not to add anything else to my plate in life. Mm. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, just a like. Like when I think about the day that I eventually buy a house, like that's going to be a such a hard job <laughs> to like get in, move in, buy a piece of furniture to fill a space. Mm. Like just, just I'm thinking of all those things, and I'm like, ugh, that just sounds like another business to start. And it never ends, and it never ends. And I just need to be, con- you know, more consistent about it. Mm. More like, um, uh, I guess, moderation is the is the key there. So here's what you do, and it's you hard. Keep renting. You buy this house. Don't move in, and slowly fill it over time. So, and then, in a yeah. year or two, move into the house that you've owned. <laughs> yeah, for for yeah, just slowly but surely, you get in there. Ease in, ease in, ease in. That's the uh, mm. lesson of this podcast. Is there anything else? It's also we a say CSS about? transition. It, what is ease in? Ease in. You're right. Mm. You're right. Thank you. Um. <laughs> so important these uh, yeah. so um, yeah what uh, is there anything else we should say specifically about like big jumps in revenue in our in our businesses or in general like it i think that i uh, maybe trying to derive meaning from it is it's like there's no meaning in it it just happened to be you got to the top of one of your hills you know what i mean yeah i will say this i remember and steph remembers this too i had a whiteboard behind my desk when I was living at in back in Jersey and I had a thermometer drawn on it, you know, like a, like a black outline and I had it, you know, I would color it in to get to a hundred thousand because a hundred thousand to me, which was the six figure mark was like, I did it like, mom, I have a business. I'm good. You know, like, and I wasn't making, that wasn't my money. I had, you know, I was, I, I was, yeah, I had, yeah, you pay for um, software and, and yeah, taxes and all that stuff. So, I was, I remember I hit that mark right before I left for Boulder, right before I moved to Colorado. And I remember, and I still do this. I am a ter- terrible celebrator of things. Mm. To me, I'm just like, okay, next rung. Yes, exactly. I, I don't. And Empty like, the contents you- of the thermometer out. Change the yep. top number. <laughs> yeah. Now 1 million. That's it's right. like, yeah, there, uh, I, I, I am criticized for not celebrating my wins. Mm. And the only time I really celebrate my wins is doing this, where I look back on them and go, or like doing the timeline where I'm like, huh, okay, actually it was pretty good then. But like, all right, for example, when we get done this, this 30 day challenge of building this digital product and I launch page speed for bloggers to the world. I'm gonna be. I'm already gonna be thinking about the next thing. You already told me the next two courses that are coming. <laughs> I already, yeah, I already told. Yeah, I have. And I, but I'm not gonna go out to dinner that night and go like, "Hey, we launched. We're good. Like, let's celebrate. Pop, pop, pop champagne." Like, I don't do any of that. Yeah, same. I'm like, like that day that it launches, I'll be like, "Okay, well, tomorrow's Friday, and I have work to do." And it's like I don't even. And but Steph's like, "What well, you should celebrate?" I'm like, "Nah, 
And I'm just like kind of blase <laughs> about it. But I do like it. Mm. You know, it doesn't mean I don't like it. It's, 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 and it, you know, when I, I notice myself too, it's the same way I treat beer. You know, like, so as being a home brewer, like I treat home brewing very seriously, as much as seriously as I, as I do online business. Like it is a job for me um, and a job that I enjoy doing. But the re- the reward of drinking the beer, it's like I'm so super critical of it. I, I can I do better next time. And I'm like, if someone's like, dude, this is really good. I'd be like, oh, cool. Thanks. Shut man. That's up. great. Yeah. Don't patronize I'd be like, yeah. me. Or yeah, I'll do the Jersey compliment where I'm like, yeah, it's, that's all right. It's, that's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I could do better. You know, it, it, it's, I, I like being that way because I'm, uh, it, it's like, I'm never satisfied, but I'm okay with that. Like, I don't I've settled impress into myself. That. I don't impress myself. Yeah. yeah. As the, in the words of Shania, Shania Twain, that don't impress me much. <laughs> That's it. I want to thank Gunner for sending me my new middle name, not Giovanni Rabisi. Uh, I want to thank you, Andrew, my man, Andrew, for joining me in this episode of Money Lab. Thank you. It is a pleasure. Gracias. Head over to moneylab.co to read more about our business experiments and challenges. Uh, specifically, if you're listening to this at the time, go to moneylab.co slash challenge because we're doing a public challenge to build and launch a digital product. And email me, Matt, at moneylab.co with topics that you want us to discuss on this show. Perhaps there's a guest you want us to have on. That's pretty sweet. Somebody I know. I don't know. And if you're going to send us suggestions, which I love today, this episode is a suggestion from a listener. And feel free to send me a new middle name, which Gunnar also did. Such Thank a cool much. name. What, Matt? No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And when you do, please leave a review. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Please tell your friends about this show.